Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. Yeah, I'm Nigel. Guy Relford's filling in for Hammer. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, everybody. And we're going to do Ask the Gun Guy, 239-9393. Guy Relford is a licensed firearms instructor, certified firearms instructor, and a Second Amendment attorney. Guy, I'll give it over to you. That sounds great, man. we got a whole bunch of people uh, on hold. And uh, if you want to... Uh, Join the discussion. Give us a call, 317-239-9393. We'll be glad to get you on. I think we're going to do a couple segments of this, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll have time. I'll tell you, let's go to the phone lines, and we've got, I believe, Joey. Joey, welcome to Hammer Nigel. Oh, Joey dropped off. Uh, Let's go back to the phone lines. And, uh, yeah, what's your name? Mitch. Hey, Mitch. uh, What you got for us, Mitch? I got an interesting one. Um, I'm pro-gun. Have your guns, right? Uh Fine with me. My personal thing is I'm always asked to go, uh, my, my employees, we like to get together and, and they go shooting. And I'm always afraid to go just because of the sheer fact that I'm freaked out about a thing. That if it's pointing one way, you're fine. And if it's the other way, you're not fine. <laughs> um, it's just a personal weird fear. How, how would you suggest I try to get over that? It's just me. What's, yeah. he, what, what, what's he worried about? Yeah, just um, handling the gun. And, you know, like I said, it's got, a, it's got a one end that'll bite you and the other end that's just fine. And, uh, and that's a legitimate concern for somebody that's not an expert like you, I think. No, no, it's totally yeah. legit, Mitch. And what I would tell you is, uh, is spend some time on the range. You know, spend some time handling the firearm. Uh, spend some time, uh, you know, practice uh, target shooting. Um, You're an instructor. Get an instructor. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, to take a take a class from an instructor uh, that's going uh, to take you through the rules of gun safety. There are, there are four rules of gun safety, Mitch. And they're really easy to remember. They're really easy to commit to memory. Um, you follow the four rules of gun safety. I'll, t- I'll tell you right now what they are. Uh, treat every gun as, as if it were loaded. In other words, there's no such thing as an unloaded gun that you treat in some other way because you think it's unloaded. You treat every gun as if it's loaded. Always keep the gun pointed in a safe direction. Pointed in a safe direction means it's not pointed at anything that you're not willing to shoot. Very easily defined. Number three is keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. And your sights are aligned on target. So you keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. And the fourth one is always be aware of your target and anything aligned with your target, either between you and your target or behind your target. If you follow those four rules, Mitch, you cannot, literally cannot accidentally hurt yourself or somebody else with a firearm. And a little bit of familiarity and uh, follow the rules of gun safety. If you want to uh, pick up a book, I'll go ahead and pitch my book. I wrote Gun Safety for Dummies. There you go. So uh, you, can, you can find that on my website at tactical-firearms.com. Uh, and it's one of the dummies books, you know, just like you know, ukulele for dummies or accounting for dummies. Um, so you can pick that up and uh, get a good lesson uh, that way as well. Let's go back to the phone lines. we got Sean. Sean, welcome to Hammer Nigel, man. What do you got for us? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How much, hey, man? Bud. Hey, um, I got an 18-year-old, just turned 18. Um, uh-huh. He was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and um, has this obsession with guns, and I, I'm just a little worried about him having a gun. Um, just trying to figure out my next, yeah, uh, trying to figure out, uh, 
you know, what, what steps we could take. Yeah, training, Sean. It's all about training. Like I mentioned uh, with Mitch, um, you know, I would sign him up for a handgun class. Uh, they're at Indy Arms um, on the northeast side. I, I, full disclosure, I have a relationship with them. That's where I teach my classes. So take that for what it's worth. But uh, they've got a bunch of good intro to handgun courses, for instance. They've got defensive handgun. Um, and those would be a great starting place because they're going to teach him the rules of gun safety, like I was just talking about with Mitch. They're going to give him some experience in handling guns in a safe way. They get, he gets that kind of experience. Now he just doesn't have an infatuation. Now he's also got the knowledge that allows him to handle a gun safely. But I think Sean, is Sean, are you still, is Sean still there? Yeah, uh, he dropped off. Sean, well, I, that's a bigger discussion in terms of, I think Sean one of the things it seems like he was concerned with was his son's diagnosis of bipolar disorder oh I didn't hear that I missed that completely I'm sorry I did not hear the bipolar part um and so no so I'm sorry I, I'm glad you mentioned that Nigel I don't know if I was reading something I just missed that part um that depends on how bipolar manifests itself and is it under control with medication so I'm the farthest thing away from a mental health care practitioner um but if that affects his judgment in a, in a way that, uh, that that he would be concerned on that basis then yeah that's a legit legitimate reason now unless he's been adjudicated to be what we call mentally defective it's a it's a offensive term but that's the legal um, term in in the federal statutes it's not illegal for him to have a gun uh, it's only once he's adjudicated essentially to be a danger to himself or others but yeah then it all boils down to and he's an adult so now yeah, there's only 18. so much there's only so much control um, he's going to have his whole, parents are going to have that's a big discussion another discussion for another day though yeah that's another discussion but somebody with a diagnosis like that even allowed to purchase a gun right but but at the same time i mean if you just have a diagnosis of bipolar that doesn't mean you're dangerous i understand yeah yeah but i'm glad you raised that because i missed that completely in his question um let's go back to the phone lines and we've got matt matt welcome to hammer and nigel hey how you doing good hey Hey, i was wondering so i have a lifetime um can still carry license Uh and i just recently moved um, and I know that before you didn't need a license, it, they were talking about how you could get in some trouble if you don't have your address updated. Um, does that apply still? Well, yeah, if, I mean, if you don't need a license. Like, would you still be? Yeah, because you show it with your address that's cr- incorrect on it. Yeah, or? Matt, you're not going to get in trouble, quote unquote. Um, in the sense that, uh, you know, be arrested or whatnot, but to keep your license, uh, legit and, uh, and, and, and operable, um, I would uh, go ahead and update your address. But it's really, really easy. If you go to the state police website, it's just in, for Indiana, in.gov slash ISP for Indiana State Police. And uh, go to the handgun licensing or it says firearm licensing on the website. Click on that. And then there's a little link that says, I want to. And there's several different options. One of them is update your address for your license to carry. And all you got to do is fill out the online form, submit it, boom, you're done. Easy peasy. And uh, that's what all you need to do. Because even though we don't have a license anymore, um, you want to keep your license. We don't have a license requirement. We still have the license. It's, it's still available for to new applicants it's it's still um in force for people who already have a license um you may want to travel to other states that require uh, an indiana license that they recognize for reciprocity purposes um and uh, and other purposes as well so you want to keep it um you want to keep it up to date and just go on the state police website and you can do that easily uh let's go back to the phone lines we got rick rick welcome to hammer and nigel hey how you doing i've got a quick question but I, i need to give a preface so 
I know the police have a system in their car that tells them I'm a concealed carry holder. So the first thing they will do is ask me, can they hold my gun? So my question is, do I have to let them? And if so, why? Because it's my personal property and it's safer in my holster than it is bumbling around in an awkward roadside right. situation. Please have that info, guy. Yeah. Um, well, when they run your driver's license, Nige, they get um, your whether you have a license to carry handgun. Okay. And Rick called it a concealed carry. That's not what we call it in Indiana. We call it a license to carry handgun. But um, but the point is that they're told once they run your driver's they don't even have to ask. They're just told automatically by the system that you have a license to carry. It's actually not that this is a fight you win on the side of the road, but we have a, a case in Indiana. It's called Melvin Washington versus State. That says it's actually illegal for um, the, that officer to seize your firearm or search your vehicle for the firearm so as to seize it. It's actually in violation of your Fourth Amendment rights for the officer to do that without some belief that you're breaking the law or that you're a danger to the officer. And the mere presence of the gun itself is not sufficient for those purposes. So it's actually unconstitutional for that officer to seize your gun during a traffic stop. But historically, a lot of cops have done that. In fact, it was standard protocol for years in a lot of departments. Not so much anymore because the cops are being educated. It's illegal. Do you win that argument on the side of the road? Yeah. No. And and that's why I would never tell anybody to simply resist or or tell that officer no. You're likely to be tased or handcuffed or so worse. Wait, so Rick gets pulled over for like a he's got a tail light out and yeah. then he, they run his they run his ID and it yeah. shows up. Oh, he's he's got a he's got a handgun he's license. Got a handgun license. And the cop would say, then possibly said, sometimes they say we want to hold this gun until we're done with this. Yeah, I mean, I've, and I've had a lot of people tell me this, um, and uh, and it's it's in some reported cases. That you, they can walk up just because they have know you have a license. That gives them an indication there there may or you know likely be a gun in the car, so they can walk up and go and they can ask you, is there a gun in the vehicle? And you don't have to answer that question. The Supreme Court of the United States says you don't have to answer that question. Um, but if you do and you say, yeah, there's a gun in the car. If the, an officer may say, I'm going to need to take possession of that firearm during the stop for my safety. A lot of officers store, historically have done that. Interesting. And I talk about this in the class that I teach. If an officer says that to me, I would say, sir, at the end of the day, or ma'am, I'm going to do what you tell me to do, okay? But I don't believe that's a, a, a legal request. You may want to check with your supervisor before you ask me to do that. I'm going to do what you tell me to do at the end of the day, but I do not consent to that, and I don't believe that's legal for you to do that. You may want to check into that. I would do it politely and you know and calmly because um, I don't want to get tased or handcuffed or other bad things. But it is true to say that absent some belief over and above the mere presence of the of the firearm, that you're either a danger to the officer or you're breaking the law. They can't search you. They can't search your vehicle, and they can't search your property. That's under Fourth Amendment principles. Can we take a break? Yeah, well, yeah. I want to leave plenty of time for the second segment Yeah, we've here. got a bunch of people on yeah. hold, but yeah, if we can go back to them after the break, that works yeah, out great. Yeah, if you're on hold, stay here. Ask the gun guy. I want to leave plenty of time for the second segment here. Uh, we'll be right back. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.